0: We start it with a song from the 90s Because, um, you know, this is going to be a pretty 90s kind of show, I think 90s-centric, if you will Yeah, uh, at least for the, the first part Because um, uh, all new episode, episode number 14 Of your uh, Friends with Benefits podcast show We
1: made it to 14 episodes, man And, uh, you know We made it out of the 2010s. I guess we didn't start in the 2010s, but
0: you know. But, you know, we started in the very early 2020s. And much like now the WWE, we are an essential business. So we are still going to keep on rolling during all of this. So no fear. Uh, And as a matter of fact, actually not even worry that we're going to be gone because we're doubling up on episodes every week.
1: Oh yeah! While other people are being furloughed and taking some time off, we're 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 working overtime. Yeah,
0: we are we're, we are uh, we are we're doubling up every week. Uh, this show and talk nerdy to me is uh, mostly doing an episode a week. So uh, you know we're giving you all kinds of extra content because a lot of people are, you know, uh, you're you're at home, you got extra time. We want to give you more content. And with that, uh, we've got, I, I think next by, by next episode, I'll have an announcement about uh, another thing that we're doing to help, you know, break up some of that uh, monotony. Your, yeah, your quarantine time. Uh, yeah. I've, I've got what could be a very entertaining episode coming. Uh, I, I, I alluded to it a little bit to you in text today. Uh, that I've been in talks uh, to get some um, uh, some media samples for some stuff that we're gonna we're gonna maybe try out on air. So
1: I'm into it, though. I'm into it. You know, I, I I trust you for the most part. There's your first mistake. I was about to say too. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll see how that works out for me. I
0: mean, it's not to the level of like of of where you're staying and everybody turns on you, um, but. You know, just, just be aware, be aware
1: and be aggressive, be, be aggressive, be
0: aggressive. Oh man, it has been, it is early on in the week and it has been a hell of a week already,
1: but it's Tuesday feels like Friday.
0: I wish it, I wish it was Friday, man. It feels like second Monday and tomorrow's going to feel like third Monday and there's just no end in sight. So, um, you know, it's just how it is. So, and uh, I'm sad because uh, dear friend of the show, Tony Rose's birthday is coming up. And it's very difficult to get him something because all the stores are closed and a lot of stuff isn't shipping. So it's proving to be difficult, but I'm going to figure it out. Gonna, going to get there.
1: Oh yeah, dear! Uh, I always knew a dear friend of the show and I had close birthdays.
0: Yeah, yeah. His his is coming up. Yours is Aprilish. Um,
1: My mine is April. A- Aprilish. Somewhere. Still still in April.
0: Um. So uh, yeah, I'll have to send you a uh, a fun photo uh, that, that April, that fateful <laughs> April day. We'll revisit that that story at some point it's called uh, why I'm a bad friend. It's part of our live show. As a matter of fact, Um, we, we play a game where um, uh, we, we have a person, we have a member of the audience uh, play a game that makes it probably uh, one of the, one of the most embarrassing moments uh, of their life. And I tell a story about one of my most embarrassing moments, which is that moment. So, uh, if you've never heard that story, or if you want to hear it told with a little bit more detail, a little bit more fun, uh, it's part of our live show. I think the next one we've got, if, if schedules stay the same, it will be in July. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully, we'll see. Hopefully. But before we get there, we got to get uh, we got we got a lot more stuff to bring you, and we've been doing a series uh, where we pick our favorite. Single video game from each system, chronological order. And I believe we're up to... We're up to... Uh, we're, we're no longer in cartridges.
1: Yeah, we, we've officially moved... Well, I guess the Saturn used discs. Oh, yeah, Saturn
0: well. used discs. Yeah, that's right. Damn. Uh, we have... We've, we're have we into the, the 32-bit era. 64-bit era. I don't know what it is. We're up to the Sony PlayStation... I believe, what, 95? Yeah. 95? That was
1: still, uh, I think, also 94. Really? Yeah, the Sega Saturn was November of 94. Oh, the PlayStation yeah. was December of 94. Damn, we're we're getting into that like weird point where like, I think uh, as we get lower, there are there's an eight-day difference between console release at one point and a seven-day difference between some other ones uh like there's definitely some I mean, yeah i think this is the first example of two being released in the same year with the the saturn and the the og playstation
0: yeah uh, yeah they uh they were really really close one of them uh would go on to be one of the greatest selling consoles of all time the other one a f- footnote in the video game history
1: yeah, the other one, I'm surprised we didn't forget that, but remembered the Dreamcast. Yeah, because I kept thinking we, we remembered a... that, but forgot the Dreamcast. Yeah, yeah. So I, I went first for the Saturn. So bully to you, sir. All right. Well, the PlayStation, one of my,
0: it's near and dear to my heart system. I I love. I have so many fond memories of so many. PlayStation games that I I just, I, 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 a huge portion of my childhood right here. And, uh, the only way that I can, uh, sufficiently tell you, uh, my, my game that I picked, uh, is, I know you're going to love this. I have a musical accompaniment. Of course. Of course I do, because it's me, right? Oh yeah. Uh, so does this ring any bells? Uh. Oh. Alright, we're here. Just sitting in the car. I want you to show me if you
1: can get far. Step on the gas.
0: Step on the gas. Step on the gas. Yeah. A dog wearing a beanie with a frog on it. My boy Parappa the Rapper.
1: Oh. Well, did you know? Uh, my name is Benny, and I like to party. When I come to class late, they call me tardy. <laughs> they call you tardy? Yeah. You rapping bad.
0: <laughs> oh God, I love it. Yeah, Parappa the Rapper. There, there are so many good games. You could have picked, you know, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Uh, you could have picked uh, Metal Gear Solid. Could have picked any of like so many good games. I had to. I had to stay true to Parappa the Rapper, man.
1: Dude, you know, you remember when, like, DDR took things by storm in, like, the late 2000s, and it was in, like, every arcade, and they were having, like, tournaments and shit? Yep. The only reason I was ever aware of that was because I worked across from an arcade when I was in the mall. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was also, like, you know, and when Rock Band and Guitar Hero took off in the mid-2000s, like, the 06 kind of like towards the later end of the decade, like all of those, they just owe it to Parappa the Rapper.
0: Oh yeah. Parappa the Rapper was the, uh, the, the dog father of, yeah, I said it. I'll get hate mail. I don't even care. It's these Parappa the Rapper, the dog father of the music slash rhythm genre catchy raps, fun characters, you know, the graphics were fun because it was, it was like paper cutouts. Um, but it was just so clever, so creative. It had such character and heart. Uh, you couldn't help but love it. Uh, I was bad at it and I still loved it so much. And I was really bad at it. Um, but I just, I couldn't help but keep playing and keep playing because it was so much fun and when you actually got the raps you know in you you rapping good man (laughs) what what a what a video game high
1: it's a good one it's a good one now personally this was one of the first ones I, i i had issue with this was one of the first ones i had to like stop and think and uh really look into myself Oh, no. which no one wants to do. <laughs> uh, that is just scary for everyone involved. And I had to think, um, I had to think about a couple things. And because one of my favorite uh, fighters of all time was a PlayStation game. Um, you know, I, I was also a big fan of Parappa the Rappa, and there were a couple other things, but this was, um, probably my first foray into sports games that I really found myself digging into Ooh, a sports game, a sports game. Uh, now when you say sports, I'm going to use the term loosely and I really wish I could have you, uh, queue up, even though this isn't the one I'm going for. It's the one, it's the song that most people associate with this franchise, I wish I could have you cue up Superman by Goldfinger because I'm talking about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2.
0: Uh, well, see, I wish that you would have just said that before because... Uh... There you go.
1: Um, you know, I Goldfinger, quick. I got fast uh, thumbs. Thank you, thank you. Superman was from the original, but... Uh, you know, that, that was just always kind of the, it it was the song. It was the song. Um, but you know, Tony Hawk's pro skater, my cousin got this and like, I remember I had a PlayStation or he had a PlayStation disc that had a demo on it where you could unlock like three separate levels. And we were at our grandparents' house. We hooked up his PlayStation. We had that we figured out how to unlock the three levels and all we had were two skaters and three levels. And I think all, all it played on the demo was like two songs, but good God, we played the ever loving shit out of those three levels forever. And, you know, Tony Hawk's pro skater, you know, Tony Hawk's pro skater two was just, it fixed some of the bugs with the first one introduced like more tricks and stuff. And it was the first one where you could like, uh, transition from like moves into grinding back into another move and like that kind of shit. Yeah. So you could really, you could stack stuff, which was a ton of fun. And, uh, yeah. Tony Hawk's per skater Two, man.
0: That's a great pick. Uh, so many, so many hidden characters.
1: And oh, do, do you know who you could, do you know who you could unlock in that game? Darth Maul, Spider-Man, Spider-Man indeed. Yeah. Like so many great characters Yeah, aside from Bam Margera when they put him in the third one.
0: Yeah. Well, unfortunately. Uh, and then that also started, uh, you know, the, the extreme sports genre, because then you had, um, Dave Mira's, uh, BMX.
1: Yeah. Which was really which, fun. Which featured one of my all time favorite bands. Uh, primer 55 was on the soundtrack yeah. for that. Uh, BMX, XXX, which, was, BMX XXX, which yeah. is a weird one. Uh, Kelly Slater's pro surfer. Yeah. Um, I want to say, didn't, I think Dave Mira ended up getting two games. Cause I think he had one on the original PS one on the PS one and one on the PS two.
0: Yeah, he did. Yeah. There was a second one. And then, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Oh, was... Don't,
1: don't, don't forget. There was even a razor scooter. Oh my God. Uh, that was the crazy part, it was actually supposed to be pretty good. <laughs> the craziest part was that it was supposed to be pretty good. Um, yeah, it was just, it, it was, it was one of those things. It was like one of the first games I remember. Like thinking it was fun to like pass the controller instead of doing the split screen because you know it was a PlayStation One. The graphics weren't all that great to begin with, and if you did split screen, it was like oh, okay, everything is just even more polygonish than it already was. Yeah. It was the one of the first games you ever really enjoyed, like passing off to your friend yeah, you're- and like watching them do the two minute run, and then like you have to try and beat their score.
0: And was not Was that the one that had, like, uh, you could play horse and you had to do, like, tricks in a row? Or was that a later game?
1: I think that's a later one. I okay. think that may have been... Oh, I can't remember if that was three or four. I know it was one of the PlayStation 2 ones.
0: Because uh, I just remember, like, there were fun, like, y- like you know, score... Like, there were a lot of m- multiplayer games that you could you could do. Um, so it wasn't just a one-player Experience. It was so. I lost so many hours to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2.
1: It's a good one, and uh, I now get to start the five-day internal dilemma about trying to pick my favorite Nintendo 64 game. So, God, good luck.
0: <laughs> Cause, yeah, we're, we're running out of time for that one, and that's going to be a tough choice. Because yeah, I think I think I've got to narrow down to.
1: I think I've got it narrowed down to four. <laughs> uh
0: you know we're gonna get yelled at if one of us doesn't pick Goldeneye or uh you know, No Mercy or gosh, there's so many.
1: I, I can already tell you neither of those are even in the four I'm debating between. <laughs>
0: Me neither. Like yeah. oh
1: God, there's
0: just there's so many good ones.
1: Plus, if I was, I don't want to show, I don't want to show a hand here. So I'm not going to say what I was going to say. No, it's
0: cool. It's cool. We'll save that one for next time. We'll save that for next episode. Uh, PlayStation. Solid choices. Two very good choices. Um, I'll tell you something that happened to me this week. Speaking of games. Uh Uh-oh. So this, uh, you know, everybody's on various levels of quarantine, and it's making people do weird things. And a lot of people have a lot more free time on their hands. And I had completely, completely forgotten about this. And uh, so I got a, I got a uh, Facebook friend request and message from a guy that I used to work with when I worked at the toy store. And um I, had, I haven't talked to him in years, years, and uh haven't seen him. Uh, I, I run into a couple other people that, that I used to work with there. And if you, if, if I've never told you some of the stories from my time there and how we, if anybody from OSHA would have known anything that happened, we would have been in so Shut much down. trouble. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, we, we rode on pallet jacks. Um, it was, it was, you know, the toy store that you can think of. So, uh, when people would go to the high dollar area and get a ticket for an item instead of just getting that item and they had to go to the desk with the ticket. Mm-hmm. If you're familiar with the ticket system, uh, when we worked the ticket desk, uh, we would go right around the corner and then there would be one of those, um, Speaking of scooters, it was one of the electric scooters, and we would just jump on it, zoom down the back aisles um, and until the bay, where, where the, wherever the item was, loaded up on the scooter and zoom back. So if anybody was uh, you know, in the back looking for something or anything like that, they were in danger. Because we would just fly by. And if you timed it right and you were, you were you know, shopping in the store and you were, you were looking through the little doorway to the back at the right time, you would see someone just fly by on a scooter going way too fast, completely against the rules. Um, you know, My favorite story is the, the shopping cart full of Christmas items that a I, good one. that I threw into good the one. that I threw into the uh the dressing room and it wasn't found until WrestleMania day in April that year and uh I was not at the meeting where the guy found, the the manager found it and he was so pissed but anyway uh so the one thing that I do remember is that you know aside from those stories we had one of the best crews cuz all of the all of the workers were so great. Everybody had a great attitude. We were all having fun. We were all young, having fun, you know, uh and and in order to pass the time, we would we would play these like these crazy games. Okay. And so, you know, this guy, I haven't talked to him in years. It's been over 10 years since I worked there. It's been a while. And so he messages me, and we're going back and forth for a minute. Here's the game that we used to play that spread through the entire store. It's very specific, but it's very fun. And once you start playing, you are playing 24 hours a day every day for, an entire, for, the, for the year. Okay. Uh, scoring goes from January 1st to December 31st. And, gone. And yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, we had, we had years where it would be like one to nothing. It was just like a soccer game. It was like, it would be one to nothing or it would be like 15, 13. Uh, it just depends because there's, a lot of strategy in it too. What you're basically doing is, and anybody, basically the, the way it works is anybody who knows about the game is playing and you're playing all day, every day. So you got to kind of be on guard But what your goal is, is you got to, you got to talk to the person and, and start getting like talking about somebody and you got to get them to say, to ask you who. And so you can be like, man, like, what? here, here's, I'll give you a scenario of how I got somebody is, you know, we were working one day and I'm like, man, I can't believe this, this guy's here. I cannot believe it. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, this guy, is it, "Yeah, you, you can't see him. He just went around the other aisle. I, I cannot believe he's here. And he went, who? Immediately, Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's. And that's how you get a point is because what happened was we were right down the street from the Wendy's. Okay. And so we used to go to Wendy's all the time. And so it was really fun. Like it would be like, Hey, guess who I'm eating lunch with who Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's. And that started out as a joke. And then it became how many times can you get like to shoehorn in Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's into the conversation. Okay. And so like the goal is you have to get someone to not know what you're doing and they have to ask who, and then you have to, you reply back with, Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's, that gets you a point. If the other person figures out what you're doing and they say, if you say, oh man, I can't believe he's here. I can't believe that son of a bitch showed his face here. And they go, who, Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's? Then they get the point. Ooh. So it's very strategic and you can go like six months without, without playing at all. And that's kind of the goal is like, do you, do you kind of get them to forget about it? And and you'd be like, man, man, I, w- I was driving, and like, you know, uh, you'll you'll never believe, you know, you'll you'll never guess. Uh, hey, y- your boy was in today, and they're like, I-, I talked to your boy today, and you're like, who? Oh, Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's. And you got to say it like that. It's got to be complete because you got <laughs> you got to show them the proper respect. It has to be Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's. And so, uh, you know, we, we would play, and and it spread like. Wildfire in this store, and you know because it it sounds dumb. It sounds like you know completely insane. But I'm telling you, when you're setting somebody up for it, and they have no idea what you're doing, and you know that you're going to get a point, mm-hmm. you are like the most excited because you cannot wait. But then also at the same time, if somebody gets you. And as soon as, like, it's always, it becomes like a reflex. Like, as soon as you start saying, Ooh, like, in your head, you're just like, fuck, I know what's happening. And then it's too late. And then they say, boom, Dave Thomas found Wendy's. And you, you just, like, you feel like, you feel so defeated. You feel so stupid because you know better. And so... He, uh, like we were going back and forth on this message, and he's like, Man, he's like, 'Cause this is what happened.' Cause I, I haven't, I haven't thought, even thought about this in like eight, seven or eight years. Easy. Cause once I left that job, you know, and never, we, we didn't play because we weren't around each other. You know, everybody kind of went their separate ways, and the game just never carried on into any of the other jobs I had. And so, um, you know it, it, the game just kind of died, and he wh- he he messaged me. He's like, "Man, it's been a long time, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, man, how's everything going?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I, I do this now, blah blah blah," and he's like, "Yeah, blah blah blah." You know, just you know hanging out. I got blah blah, blah whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, you'll you'll never guess who I work with now," and I'm like, "Oh, it's probably it's got to be someone I know." Who? And he says, "Dave Thomas, founder." I was so <laughs> pissed <laughs> off because I completely forgot, and I was so pissed, but then at the same time, like, I laughed for, like, 20 minutes, because I had completely forgot, and it it, it still, even though it got me, like, it brought me so much joy, so, like, now I'm like, man, I want to bring this game back. And it doesn't have to be that one. It can be. It can be somebody. We we need, we can pick a like a you know C tier celebrity, quasi celebrity, and have that be the person instead. It doesn't have to be Dave Thomas, founder of but it has to be something formal, like more formal. Uh, you know, like like person title.
1: Um, uh oh. May, may uh-oh. I suggest uh, Kentucky resident Steve Zahn? Oh, okay. I figured that that might be a good uh, possible.
0: Is he a Kentucky Colonel? Because that would also be. Let let me look up and see. Let me see if he's a Kentucky Colonel. Because if so, because that would be that would be great. Because if he is, uh, let's see. Yeah. Kentucky dad. He's a Kentucky dad. He supports veterans. That's nice. I don't see that he's a,
1: uh, if he's not a Kentucky Colonel, we're finding someone else. (laughs)
0: Um, He is obscure enough though, that that would be, uh,
1: someone on par with that. Uh,
0: yeah, we need somebody that's like, that's like that kind of, um, like that kind of level where, you know, so, so the goal would be, you know, hey, oh, but hey, isn't that your boy? Like right over the, who, who? And then as soon as they say who, boom, you hit them with it, you get a point. If they know what you're doing and they call you on it first, they get the point. It's a, it's, it sounds so stupid. But I'm telling you, like, it was the most fun that we had in that store. It's like, it, it's, you can go to just about anybody that worked there in that time. And you can, you, you, you can, you could get them with a, um, you could get them with a Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's. And like they'll, they'll, they'll crack up. Like they'll lose their mind because it was such a fun game because we had, we had imported it from somewhere else and, uh, we had eaten at the Wendy's cause they, you know, they built a Wendy's right there. And, um, yeah, so it was, it was part of our culture and, oh my God, dude, it was so much fun. And it just it just takes over. Like you, you start to uh you start to really be careful and really notice how many times you say you. Or, or <laughs> Dude, you, you say you say who. You're like hey who. I'm so into this idea. And uh so we, we need we need we just need to pick like a um like like WWE Hall of Famer Coco Beware. Or like something something goofy off the wall like that that's just like just like real stupid. Um you know just something that's like a like a ridiculously long or formal title and you know and and have that be our um have that be our who
1: Yeah, I'm into, uh, and this, this is something I'd say we think on it all until right. S- Sunday and then we uh, all right we'll we make a decision then. We'll, we'll revisit it. Yeah, you
0: and I'll uh, we'll, we'll go back and forth. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll nominate some people and um, we'll come up with um, we'll come up with, with with a name and then uh, we will start playing with um, we'll, we'll start having listeners. Um, we'll start having listeners play We'll start introducing the game to other people and having it spread. And it'll be really good. It'll be fun. So into
1: this idea, yeah, it's
0: it's it's a ton of fun. Just because it will, um, uh, it will, it will change the way that you think about the words that you use, and you'll pay so much more attention because it's a, it's an all like the fact that it's always on and it's a 365 day playing time. So you could, you could go like nine months, 10 months without ever playing. And then you get somebody and it's the greatest thing ever. And then sometimes you can have like rapid fire and you could get someone a few times and then you, 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 know, you rack the score up, but oh my God, it is, it is a blast. And, um, yeah, we would play constantly. It's a fun game. You can play at home too. <laughs> just by yourself. Yeah. Just, just by yourself. Um, no, no self points though. No, no. Self no uh, you're always a loser when you're playing by yourself.
1: Unless you're playing with yourself, then That's, everybody wins.
0: Then you're a winner. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was, um, that was a fun blast from the past that, uh, um, uh, that, that, was, was brought back to my world this week, and it just like, it shook me to my core. So, the other thing that I've noticed, because then I started to look up other people that I've worked with. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and the other thing that I've noticed is, it's going to make me sound like a bad person. But that's never stopped me before. A lot of people that I used to work with have gained a lot of weight since I worked with them.
1: Uh, As we're coming up, uh, I stopped working at the local mall in 2009. So, you know, we're approaching 11 years since I've worked in the mall. Not that I would be working in it right now anyway. Um, But... The baffling thing to me is walking around and seeing how many people still work there. Yeah. Like 11 years later.
0: That's, that's not good. No, not bro. I, I never worked at the mall, uh, mostly because I was always told never, Work at a place where you like to shop because you'll learn to hate it. Yeah. And I can tell you that experience was absolutely right when I worked at the, the movie store. Uh, because I saw an interview um, with Topher Grace. Okay. And uh, he apparently also worked at a movie store. And yeah, I've said, seen that movie. Uh, yeah, I know, right? He uh, he said, you know, I worked at a at a, at a video rental store uh, in high school or what college or whatever. And he said, you know, you think when you go into it that it's going to be like you're going to get to watch all these movies and talk about movies with people and have like these great conversations about movies, and instead it's like you watch the same 15 minute section of the same movie over and over and over again for like a month. Because you never have the time to actually sit and watch it and all the conversations you have about movies are with dumb shit people uh, that don't know anything about it. And like the guy who, I swear, like my, my, the one story that I tell that I love so much, Pan's Labyrinth came out. And, you know, Pan's Labyrinth in Spanish has subtitles.
1: <laughs>
0: you can see where so this is going. Y-
1: you tell yours first, and then I've got my pants slapper in the story to tell after that.
0: Oh, God. Uh, so I'm working one day. Guy comes in, just throws the movie on the counter, like in the plastic, in the little clear plastic case. Throws it on the thing, and he goes, I want my damn money back. I'm like, Oh, okay. Coming in hot. All right. I say, All right. Well, you know, um, is there something wrong with it? Like, I'm more than happy to give you your dollar 50 back. I just like, what's the reason? And he goes, I said, is it, is the, is there something wrong with it? And he goes, you're damn right. There's something wrong with it. Okay. Need a little bit more information. I'm right. All right. Well, what's wrong with it? And he goes, no joke. He says, Nobody told me this movie got them word pictures on it. I ain't trying to watch a movie to read. And I just look at him and I said, do you mean subtitles? And he's like, yeah.
1: And I'm like, word pictures.
0: Yeah, word pictures. He literally he called them word pictures.
1: Also episode title word pictures, with my exclamation point. <laughs> word pictures. W- Bam. W-E-R-D obviously <laughs> pictures i c t u r s no <laughs> e pictures
0: word pictures and uh so i'm like yeah i mean i'll give you your money back i'm like yeah the movies in spanish it has subtitles you know whatever not worth fighting so i come in i tell the, I, the, the boss comes in I tell him i'm like man you know this is what happened so at that point we had to print out uh, a little sticker for each case that said this movie has subtitles. It is not in English. Like this movie is in Spanish. It has subtitles. Uh, there is no English track so that people couldn't, you know, bitch about it anymore.
1: All right. So two, two quick stories. The first one is incredibly quick. Uh, did you ever see run Lolo run? No, I did not. Or have you ever heard of it?
0: I have heard of it, but I haven't seen it.
1: Um, so we're watching that. One of my friends gets it, senior year. And I am enthralled. Like, I, I think it's great. It's basically three short films. Um, and, like, I'm enthralled by it. But one of my friends also says he hates subtitles. So, you know, we pause it, we turn on the, uh, the, the, you know, the dub, because I think the movie's originally in French, I believe. Okay. Um, and holy shit it is the most resident evil 1 original <sighs> voice acting on the face of the planet oh god uh, like at some point the 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 jersey accent is so is so thick and the line is supposed to be something like well we'll find out what we're supposed to do with the fucking diamonds and the person who's dubbing it in English is like, Yeah, now then figure out what we're supposed to do with the friggin' diamonds.
0: <laughs>
1: we made it three seconds before I was like, Nope, nope, yeah, absolutely not.
0: Can't do this.
1: Um now my Pan's Labyrinth story actually does not involve me. So I'm gonna tell one about uh about my cousin on the show. Uh, second time Harrison's getting uh, mentioned on the on the show. Good for him.
0: Okay, so, go.
1: My cousin is taking a girl on a first date. They've both expressed that they wanted to see it. They they worked together, so it's not like it was their first time like seeing each other or anything. They both discussed how they liked Del Toro and, you know, they both had an interest in seeing it, so they go, knowing it's subtitled, knowing it's a movie that's rated R. When who happens to sit in front of them but a mother, her teenage son, who's probably My cousin guessed somewhere between like sophomore, junior year of high school. So not out of the realm to go see a rated R movie. And then probably he said the early elementary school little brother. Have you seen Pan's Labyrinth?
0: Yeah, I've seen enough of it to know that's not right.
1: So I guess they, they get and they're watching the movie and then, uh, Audibly, the first time the word fuck pops up on screen, the little brother or the the oldest child goes, huh. (laughs) And about five minutes later, where the person's face is being beaten in with a wine bottle, the little brother the oldest child just stands up and goes, all right, let's go. Just like grabs his little brother by the hand. Mom is like gathering their stuff up and they're walking out. Much like the people that, like, took their kids to see Deadpool and were surprised that there was profanity, nudity, and everything else on a movie that was rated R. Like, how are you so blissfully unaware of what (sighs) you're seeing and what you're taking, like, what you're taking your fucking kids to? Like, my parents wouldn't let me rent Can't Hardly Wait when I was, like, 12. Because apparently it like pushed the limits for PG-13, which I finally watched it because I'd never gotten around to seeing it until I was like 30. And I was like, my parents let me watch Billy Madison, but not this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a little,
1: like, little,
0: little different.
1: PCU was like a favorite movie in our home, but I couldn't watch like this. <laughs> I watched Forrest Gump with my parents. Oh, wow. Yeah, at like the age of like nine or ten.
0: And he says buttocks
1: a lot. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so cousins on a first date with a woman and uh, a family sits down in front of them at Pan's Labyrinth and makes it about 12 minutes into the movie. Well,
0: I mean, that's better than I thought they would make it. Yeah, (laughs) 12 12 minutes ain't bad. Oh, man. Yeah, I I remember uh, going to see Deadpool, and there was a guy with his, like, two under-10 children. And I was just like, this is a mistake. They got to, uh, at the point where uh, that song Calendar Girl comes on, and they left and never came back.
1: Yeah, can't imagine why. Shock.
0: Shocking.
1: Yeah, they just... I think the, the one I've mentioned to you before, and I know I've mentioned this on one of our stories here um, was the woman who brought like her kid that couldn't have been more than six weeks old to a midnight screening of Pirates of the Caribbean two or three. Oh, that's yeah, a bad
0: parent. First of all, taking your kid to Pirates of the Caribbean two or three. And True. second of all, a that young of a child to a midnight movie. You're a, you're an awful parent. And you, yeah. You, yeah, you're bad.
1: Um, but honestly, I would say taking a kid under the age of like 15 to a midnight movie makes you kind of a shitty parent, but, yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm, there's also a reason I'm not going to be a parent. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I think, and I know I've told you this one before, but I don't know if it's ever made it to the actual show. Uh, it was a Sunday night. Me and a few friends decided to go see Tropic Thunder.
0: Oh, good movie.
1: So we get in, and it's the, the biggest theater out at the, the Regal Movie Theater here in Lexington. I don't know if you've been to that one or not. I
0: don't think I have.
1: Okay. But, I mean, this was, like, basically a IMAX screen. Like, it was a huge theater. And all I can see, like, five minutes before the movie's about to start, is this family of, like, six walk in. We're talking the youngest kid is probably three and the oldest one is probably 12. Oh my god. And both parents. And I'm just like, I am sitting there enthralled during like the previews and stuff, being like, how the, how the, why the fuck did they sell like? And the thing is, you know, there was an argument at the ticket counter over it too.
0: Okay. Like you know, yeah. you
1: know there was an argument.
0: There was a. Uh, let me speak to your manager.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I missed a, uh, the let me speak to your. Oh God, can we just do a segment about let me speak to your manager things we've witnessed? Oh yeah, we can we can do that in a uh, in, in good, upcoming good, episode. Good, yeah. Good.
0: Oh, uh, by the way, uh, to to go back to um, what we talked about earlier, apparently today. Um, oh my god so i'm reading this article that just came up uh,
1: yeah i think i know where this is going linda mcmahon yep
0: uh linda mcmahon's trump super PAC committed 18.5 million dollars to florida on day florida designated wwe as an essential business So on the ninth, Mayor DeSantis qualifies WWE as essential on the same day. Um yeah, the re elect Trump Super PAC, Linda McMahon's re-elect Trump Super PAC commits eighteen point five million dollars to Florida.
1: And Vince McMahon has been appointed to the company to uh help reopen the country for uh, business.
0: Wow, and yeah, now they're Oh my God. I just, I, I slimy. I I can't, I can't, I can't. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do a, a special feature on, um, let me talk to your manager. Um, because I know we both have a lot of venom about that. Oh yeah. Um, but I think it's about that time. You ready for this? I'm gonna fire up the uh, I'm gonna fire up the phone here. Uh, let's see here. I have I have the prefix and area code because I believe we are going to call the biggest little city in the world. <laughs> and let me get the last four from you real quick. Reno, Nevada. Okay. Okay. Here's what we do. little game called uh, Chris and Chris Do America. Chris and Chris Reach Out and Touch America. Uh, in this age of quarantine, in this age of, you know, very separated America, we're trying to stop that. We're trying to call. We call random cities. We just punch in a number. We talk to whoever's on the other end as much as they will. Usually they don't. It's a crapshoot. We're going to try it. Here we go. Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. All right. Here's how we'll do this. Uh, we'll get our format right when someone answers. If someone answers, um, I'll say, hi, I'm, my name is Chris. And then you, you say, Either, you know, I'm also Chris, I'm Chris too, whatever, however you want to say it. Uh, you, you introduce yourself, and then we'll go into, we're doing a podcast, blah, blah, blah. You know how we do it.
1: Yeah, we try and talk to the people. Yeah,
0: so we try and get to know these people.
1: All right, here we go. You ready? Ready off. as I'll ever be, my
0: man. I know, right? This is a crap shoot. This is always, always um, nerve-wracking because we never know if they're going to answer or not. Nevada is what it comes up. Here we go. Oh, yeah.
1: nothing. Nothing. Busy. Right. Change of the last two digits to three zero. Okay.
0: Let's, uh, let me copy this number. Uh, copy number. Okay. You said three zero?
1: Three zero. All right.
0: At one of these points, you know we're going to get in, like, a lot of trouble because we're going to call the wrong person. I'm okay with it.
1: I'm ready. Oh, yeah, I'm into it, I'm man. ready to keep going
0: until, uh, until we run into a problem. All right, here we go. One more time.
1: Oh, here we go. Maybe.
0: Hopefully. Fingers crossed. It's always nerve-wracking until they answer. Or if they don't. I don't know. So it's not feeling like a winner.
1: Uh, we're leaving
0: a voicemail then. I'm down with it. Maybe.
1: You've reached the voicemail box uh, of
0: Sabrina. Oh. Well,
1: Please leave a detailed message with uh-oh. your name uh-oh. and oh, phone number, message. and I'll get back All to right. you as soon as possible. Thank you. Detailed it is.
0: Yep. Hi, my name is Chris.
1: I'm also Chris.
0: And uh, we're recording a podcast right now, and what we like to do as part of our podcast is we will put in a completely random phone number across the country, and we will try and talk to whoever answers. And unfortunately, you did not answer. Boo. So, um, unfortunately, we were going to, you know, just try and, uh, in this age of quarantine where we're not really allowed to go out and talk to people, just kind of wanted to reach out across America Uh, You can give us a call back if you want. We'd love to to follow up, talk to you, just ask questions, you know, just get to know you. Uh, We are at area code 270-883-1617. We're a nerd podcast called Friends with Benefits. And um, let's see. Um, We'd like to talk to you and know if you uh,
1: know who Dave Thomas, the founder of Wendy's, is. Ooh, That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, we also hope you're staying home, staying safe with whatever you're doing right now.
0: Seems like you're not because you're not at home because we have to leave you a voicemail. So that might be bad. Um, <laughs> I don't know who the governor is of Nevada, but we may have to call them and uh, tell on you that you're not at home. So oh,
1: that seems like a genius idea to me. It
0: might be. We might have to look that up. I'm not sure. Well, um, yeah, that's about all we got. Just wanted to reach out and say hi. Uh, give us a call back if you want to. It'll be fun. Uh, otherwise, have a great night, boy. Say we leave great voicemails. It's like a the minute. It's think- like a minute and a half voicemail. That's
1: awesome. There's a zero point zero percent chance they listen to the whole thing. Oh yeah, but- uh, I think I think
0: it said Sabrina something, uh, but I turned it down so that her name wouldn't go out over the uh, uh, over the air um, because I don't think that's fair. Um, so hopefully she calls us back. That would be
1: so funny. God, that'd be like, nothing would make me happier. And I hope like if someone calls you back, you're just like, Hey, like if anyone ever calls you back and wants to be interviewed, yeah, just set up a time and just text me and I will work around it. Oh, I mean, I, I absolutely would. Like I would be
0: ready. I am like, I'm begging for somebody that we've called to call us back And nobody has yet. So unfortunately just hasn't happened, but, Oh, well, I think with that, that brings us to the end of a episode 14 of, uh, of the show.
1: Yeah. Another good one in the books, another good one in the books. Uh, you know, we didn't run, we ran a little long this time. So, you know, we went a little lighter this end. Um, but as always, we hope you're doing well right now. We'll keep uh, doubling up on episodes for you, uh, providing for the people as we do. And uh, stay home, stay safe, and we will continue to be your uh, friends with benefits.
0: And you know who, uh, who's going to be on the next episode? It's going to be a special guest. Who? Dave, Tom- Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's. God damn it.